This is Retirement Talk. I'm Del Lowry. Hi, podcast listeners. We want to think about relating to grandchildren or across generations today. Now, my grandmother never talked to me. Oh, she did talk at me, and she did that sparingly. She died when I was probably in my 20s, and I can honestly say we never really communicated. I remember her as rather severe. I'm sure she'd led a difficult life. I mean, she bore 10 children and raised them on a Midwestern farm. How difficult could that have been? I think it would be hard to underestimate the problems. These were the days of washboards, cob-fired cook stoves, tub baths, and outhouses. Maybe that's why she didn't have too much time for me and perhaps other grandchildren. When I was maybe 10 years old, I stayed with my grandparents at various times for a few days. They kept horses for a sail barn. It was the perfect place for a young boy. I could always ride horses, different horses. They had lots of pasture, and the Iowa River ran right through their farm. They milked cows and had a big barn. One day they told me to stay out of the barn. A cow's having a calf today. Of course, after breakfast, I went directly to the barn. Up in the haymow, I found a place where I could look down through a chute where bales were thrown down and had a perfect view of the birthing process. It was an amazing thing. I could not keep quiet. Over meatloaf and mashed potatoes, I described in detail what I had witnessed. I remember my grandparents remaining absolutely silent. They didn't tell me to quit, nor did they encourage the story. We never talked. I smile when I think of my colorful description. How did they hold a straight face? I painted a pretty graphic picture. The relationship we have with our granddaughter today is the exact opposite. She's 12. We talk. We talk a lot. She talks. We talk. We listen. And recently, she's learned to listen also. She asks questions. During our last phone conversation, we talked of profanity in the halls of her junior high school. We also talked of genres of books, biography, science fiction, novels, mysteries, etc. I'm not sure how long we will be able to continue to communicate, but I hope it remains part of our relationship. Communicating across generations is something of a challenge that some of we retired people have to learn. There are no classes, college courses, or how-to books on this one. We must all invent our own method, or we can just let it happen if it does. I guess we all get a start on this through learning to communicate with our own children. This is done better by some than others. Some parents and kids talk, some don't. I like to think we were among those that talked with our children. Hopefully, this will carry over one more generation. Talking with our children was aided by the lack of television in the house when they were at home. We made a conscious decision to do without one. 
I always told my wife that the day I get a television and put it in the house is the day she can tell others that I find television programs more interesting than her and the kids. She should file for divorce. Of course, that was me as a young man talking. I've come to realize there are good reasons for having a TV, although there is still no TV hookup to our house. When the kids were young, our dinner hours were always sacred. We all sat down to eat at the same time each day. We sat at a round table. I didn't want a head of the table in our house. It was a philosophical thing about fostering equality. We always, and I mean always, turned off all the lights in the house. We and our dinner were illuminated by a single candle. The focus was on the food and on the conversation. There was no hurry. There was no program coming up on the TV. There was no radio or music. There was just conversation. With grandchildren today, I wonder about continuing to be able to relate. They're playing computer games at age two. They read of fantasy worlds of which I know nothing. The two oldest already know a foreign language. I don't, not really. We have different interests. And of course, there is the ever-present screen to battle. It seems that they now always have something to do which doesn't involve conversation with anyone in the room. We older folks need a plan of attack. Perhaps it is just a plan for staying in touch via email, cell phones, FaceTime, or podcasts. It might help to find some common interest that will encourage contact. Music, films, sports, games, or whatever we can detect that we might share information. Being concerned and aware of the generational differences won't be enough to forge some sort of bond. I'm sure effort is required. This is Retirement Talk. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, contact Dell at retirementtalk.org.